Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hey there, ladies and germs. It's Johnny here. Uh, Spencer and I recorded this episode like two or three weeks ago, and we weren't sure uh, where the where the timeline was going to be, so we didn't know at the time that it would be out by the time our Patreon launched. So I'm just stopping by up top to remind you that our Patreon launched uh, last week, and you can go to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio and uh, see what we've got going on there. We've got lots of great rewards. Um, only $5 a month will get you access to lots of great bonus content from all of the podcasts on the Arcade Audio Network, including Dilettante Ball Z, where Spencer and I watch uh, Dilettante Ball Z Kai, and I talk about how bonkers it is, and Spencer uh, just loves it like a pig and shit. And we've also got uh, sh- shirts and to- pins and tote bags and and postcards and other cool things so check it out but if you can't or don't want to donate uh that is totally fine because the thing that really matters is that you listen so keep on listening and now show time like beetlejuice Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilettante Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilettante Ball, we go on Wikipedia. We click random article. And I tell you what, we talk about it. Yeah, we, we sure do that thing. Can I can I tell you something that's a bit of an emergency? Uh-oh. Can you pee-pee? Mm-hmm. Sucks. Yeah, it sucks really big time. Sucks really big time. Anyway, <laughs> let's pull up an article. <laughs> Whoa, shit. Uh-oh. Oh, hmm. Whoa. Oh, my God. I'm so this, conflicted. I, this is a fucking roller coaster. Okay. LAPD. Los Angeles, oh, I'm sorry? Yeah. No, what did you think it stood for? Los Angeles Police Department? Oh, no, 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 no. Love and peace, dude. Later, laughing as people die. Did, a, did a real turn around <laughs> there. What the hell? Oh, my God. Was an American funk metal band. Oh, I'm on board. Okay. Formed so this in, is basically uh, like Rage Against the Machine. Formed in 1989 in Bakersfield, California. From 89 to 91, the member lineup was James Schaefer, Reginald... Arvizu, David Silveria, and Richard Morrill. The group released one studio album, one extended play, and one compilation album. Mm. The hat trick. The band was originally formed by Schaefer, Arvizu, and Morrill. Capra approached the band, introducing them to bands like Red Hot Chili Peppers and Faith No More. Yes. (laughs) Still need for a drummer. The band placed an advertisement in a local newspaper. They needed a drummer? Guys, look, we put out a whole album. We just got to find a drummer, I think. Like we, we put it's one out missing to, something. Yeah, yeah. And you're slap, crazy, but you're slapping the bass hard, my man. Yeah, you're keeping the but rhythm not hard enough. Yeah. Uh, they placed an ad, advert, advertisement. I, that's I keep wanting to say that because you say that sometimes, and it makes me mad. I try not to, but yeah. Advertisement. Is that how we say it? Advertisement. No, we say advertisement. No, we don't. But uh, Americans say advertisement. No, we don't. But advertisement sounds so weird now. Advertisement. 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 Does that sound weird? Yeah, because that's how British people say it. No, it's not. God damn it. <laughs> Advertisement. Did you say advert. 
No. Advertisement. Adver- Why does it sound weird when I'm saying it? Advertisement. 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 What if that's maybe put the different maybe put emphasis on the last syllable. Advertisement. Advertisement. That's it. Ad advertisement. 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 It's cool that it means something different when you put the syllable stress on each. That know. is like my favorite sentence. Do you like? I I I am. Yeah. What is it? I didn't tell you that he stole your money. Sure. And let's not walk through it, but at home, pause the podcast and say that same sentence. Say it one more time. I didn't tell you that he stole your money. And put a different emphasis on each word. You can, if you, you can emphasize each word and it will change the meaning of the sentence. Let's do, let's do a couple of examples. I didn't tell you he stole your money. So meaning like, it wasn't me that did it. I didn't tell you he stole your money. Meaning I it never just, said that. I didn't tell you he stole your money. Yeah, yeah, I implied it or, yeah. I didn't tell you he stole your money. So we're just going to walk through the whole thing because yeah, I feel like we're, we're on a roll. We're on, yeah. Yeah, I told someone else about it. I didn't tell you he stole your yeah, money. Yeah, she did it. I didn't tell you he stole your money. Yeah, he kind of just like sort of took it and embezzled it. I didn't tell you he stole your money. Yeah, he stole my money. It's pretty I funny. didn't tell you he stole your money. He stole your heart. <laughs> yeah, that's a good That's a good sentence. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. There must be a, a word for that type of sentence. Yeah. I don't know. It's buffalo, 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 buffalo. Yeah, buffalo, buffalo. There's like a formula for the buffaloes. It's like, oh yeah, it yeah. It only know. works if there's like odd numbers, there's, there's or something like that. After yeah. the fifth one or something. <sighs> Garden path sentences are fun too. Oh yeah, can you think of one right now? Time flies like an arrow. Fruit fruit flies like a banana. That's not. A, hold on, I want to call that. That's not a garden path sentence. I don't think. Yeah, it is. Oh 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 oh! Wow, you're right. Dang, so good. It's tricky when you hear it. Yeah. Okay. But if you yeah, if you read it, it's like okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are fun. Every once in a while, I'll just go down a little little rabbit hole on Wikipedia and just like read fun sentences like that. Yeah, I, I think that one is is a Groucho Marx. Uh, oh, sentence, okay. Which makes sense. Anywho, <sighs> what's one about la- laughing laughing while people die? Love and peace, dude. Love and peace, dude. Place an advertisement in a local newspaper, which was answered by Silveria. Shortly after this, the band recorded a demo album. Which was meant to be sent out to record companies, realizing they would have to continue the band in a more populated area in order for them to expand. All of the members but Schaefer left Berksfield and resided in Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. Schaefer later moved to Hollywood as well. Okay, great. Why the <laughs> fuck not? That sentence could have been so much shorter. In late 1989, the, pa- the band hired a man named Arthur as their manager. A big problem. Um... He was not a manager. He was a man named Arthur who wanted to steal your money. <laughs> Me? What do I do? I'm a, I, I, I'm a manager. What do you do? Oh, we're a band. That's so crazy. I manage bands. Oh, we don't have a manager. I'm a manager for bands. This is kismet. Yeah. What do you? How much do you cost? How much do you have? Oh, like seven hundred and fifty dollars. Wow, you're not gonna believe this. <laughs> I charge eight hundred dollars, <laughs> but I'm gonna give you a deal. Holy shit, guys. We're throwing away money if we don't hire Arthur. I'll give it to you for seven fifty. Wow, fifty bucks off. What's your last name? Huh? <laughs> What's your band's name? <laughs> oh well, we have a couple options. <laughs> Tell me what you like. <laughs> yeah, I'll manage that. I'll manage your name. Yeah. Uh, resulting in them getting signed to Triple X Records. Okay. Vin Diesel's label. Yeah, hell yeah. The band recorded and released their first extended play in nineteen eighty nine. But it suffered from poor distribution. <laughs> it suffered from being shitty. In 1991, they released "Who's Laughing Now," <laughs> their first full-length Arthur studio album. The bank. Shortly after the album's release, Capra left the band and was replaced by someone named Corey. Someone named Corey. What the fuck? 
<laughs> it is Arthur's little brother. Oh my god! In the side, it's like past members: James Schaefer, whatever, whatever. Corey, surname unknown. What the hell? How do they not so know? This band is like popular enough to get its own article, but we don't know who Corey a is. A pretty big article too. After tell this, me someone from the band isn't checking this Wikipedia article and updating it. <laughs> Bullshit. Maybe he doesn't want people to know. Uh, okay. After this, Moral quit the band, and the rest of the group set out to form a band. Oh my <laughs> god! What? 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 <gasps> this takes a fucking turn. Okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Spencer, I <can't>, <laughs> <laughs> shit! I can't wait. What happens? <laughs> Tell me what happens. Oh my god! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Spencer. Okay, walk, walk it. Walk After this. So after he left, a- after after Capra left the band and was replaced by someone named Corey, Moral quit the band, and the rest of the group <laughs> set out to form the band Corn. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way! <laughs> <laughs> so wait, this is Corn. This is Proto Corn. <laughs> Well, this is corn is on the you, cob. When you, sh- when you shift uh, baby L- corn. <laughs> when you shift the letters of LAPD one to the right, it makes corn. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> uh, the first one does. Oh my god! What the fuck? Uh, so, who's the lead singer? Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah, of corn. <laughs> Jonathan Durst. <laughs> Jonathan Cornsman. I think it's Jonathan Cornsman. Oh my god! And when his when his parents emigrated to Ellis Island, they kind <clears> of <throat> changed to corn. This is incredible. So they don't this know. Is a very good twist. They don't. They don't know the last name of one of the founding members of Corn. Yeah, I mean, we don't all know. You know, the last names of all the Beatles. That is true. You know, it's kind of like Star that. was not his real last name. Yeah. It was Lennon. L e n i n. You know Ringo's real name, right? Pete Best. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck. Man, this could not this could not have like This is a very good sleeper hit. For real. Yeah. For real. Like, like if you weren't paying attention, all of a sudden you'd be like, well, wait a minute, what just happened? This is about corn now? Okay, formation in early days, no, no. Post breakup and subsequent quadri- projects. That's what we're talking about. Freak on a leash. Oh my god. Of man. Of course corn's original name was LAPD. Love and peace, dude. And then laughing, laughing as people die. That's that was like such a that was the pivot. That was one hundred percent the pivot. Does corn <sighs> stand for something? Yeah, knights in Satan's service. Yes. That? Oh my god. Okay, the band continued on through Schaefer, Arvizu, and Silveria, who soon added We're, my boy Jonathan Davis. There it is, Jonathan Davis. Fuck, this is crazy. As lead singer and Brian Welch as another guitarist. Bassist Reginald Aravizu, uh, better known as Fieldy. Uh, that doesn't ring a lot of me. I knew, I knew that okay. Fieldy was a, a member of Korn. God damn it, dude. This is tight. Released a solo album. This is like So Fieldy like... released a solo album entitled Rock and Roll Gangster oh. on January 22nd, 2002. In 2006, Fieldy formed the band Still Well with Q Unique and POD drummer Noah Wove Bernardo. <laughs> Fear in the Nervous System is currently one of James Schaefer's now known by band members as Monkey, M-U-N-K-Y, side projects. <laughs> Formed in 2008, as of 2009, Pete Capper, Richard Morrill remained good friends with all of the LAPD members, even Corey. doesn't say that, but I assume. <laughs> Aside from projects by the members of LAPD, in 1997, a compilation album was released. The album featured songs from their EP, 
11 Piece Dude and their following studio album, Who's Laughing Now? 2010, LAPD had a short revival when Morrill began playing with a new lineup that included Derek Campbell, Jason Torres, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> um, they split in early 2011. That's... This is so crazy. I mean, what the fuck for real? <laughs> I can't believe we just got the origin story of Korn. Here's... here's See also, Korn. List of Korn member solo projects. List of funk rock bands. Sex art. What uh, I'm sorry, sex art? Sex art. Sex art. Um, <sighs> sex art. I don't know. I don't want to know. It is... It is crazy. This is this is corn rises. The dark corn rises. <laughs> There's a great, very very low res picture of them. Totally makes sense. Look at those baggy shorts. <sighs> 1989. That yeah, that makes sense. When did corn? Well, corn started like well. I bet, I I bet Freak on a Leash came out like 96. I want to sure. say. Sure. That even feels late. I bet it was earlier than you that. You think? Yeah, or maybe I'm thinking of Nine Inch Nails. Corn, Corn feels like a a late '90s, early 2000s band, but I think that they were earlier. You know, but yeah. Well, the, I mean, they were ahead of the t- they were ahead of their. They that's were the, what I'm saying. Though. Way ahead of the times. I mean, it's tricky. Like a band like the Chili Peppers have been around since like the '80s. It's crazy how long they've been around, yeah. and just like, but no one cared until like whatever, like '88 or something. Sure. Maybe even that was too <clears> early. Maybe it was like later than that. I don't know. When did Under the Bridge come out? Like that was like their, I think their big breakout. Like yeah. Oh, here's a thing that I actually haven't told you about. This is a scoop for you and the listeners. Wow, okay. And it's sort of related. Um, as as you know, and listeners might not know, Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins has a tea shop in the north suburbs. Mm-hmm. Jessica and I went. Okay. It's weird. Oh, I was really thinking you were going to say you met Billy Corgan. No. I would, I would lose my damn mind. Um, like, how did you forget to tell me? What's weird about it? Is it like a, it's like a hall of mirrors or something? No, no. It's weird... In that it's like not It's just a normal tea shop First of all it's like right off the metro Which is like the the train that gets you out into the suburbs Basically Mm. It's like a two minute walk from the metro Okay In like the downtown of this suburb Which is just like one street with a few shops And then one street over Is just a straight up neighborhood with houses Why did he put his tea shop there? I don't know Let me ask that question back Why did he make a tea shop? I don't know Wrestling didn't pan out, I guess. Yeah, that's another good question, huh? So then you go in, and it's like, you know, it's like a little, not even weird, but just like kind of uh, uh, a vibe, dark Victorian vibe with like the wallpaper and stuff. Okay. And then there's just, the tea was great. There's like just a lot of tea, and then just like stuff for sale, like albums and t-shirts and like art. Of Smashing Pumpkins or Zwan stuff? And just whatever. Okay. I mean, And then there were like postcards for sale that were like matted and framed. And they were like, these are all from William Jefferson Corgan's oh, God. personal collection. Okay. When he does stuff there, he goes by William, William whatever Corgan. So you can be a little more under the radar? Yeah, I guess. So it was like cool. And, the, the you know, the tea was good. But sure. it was just like, it was just weird. It was just real weird. Why? Did, I wonder why he did that. Did he just always want to make a tea shop? I don't know. I would love to open a tea shop myself. Like genuinely, yeah, sure. I would love to. But I feel like why <clears> wouldn't <throat> he just make more than one? Why did he just have the one? There, it must be special to him. It must be. I, ass- you know? I assume that he, because he's from Chicago. I right. assume he, Chicago when he got boy. rich, he just like bought a mansion in Highland Park. Sure. But <laughs> and then he's like, well, I don't want a long commute. I want to make a tea shop. He does. He does shows there sometimes too. Like really, he'll just do like acoustic, acoustic sets, which would be 
Like pretty fucking hog wild. It'd be, yeah, it'd be crazy to just just be there. Just drinking. see Billy Corgan like in a room with like 15, 20 people. That'd be wild. He only does covers though. He just does Fleetwood Mac covers. Yeah. <laughs> just like just like the white window. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, what was, what was the name of that comedian? He was like the first guitar comedian that got big, and he he had a bit that was uh, the guy from Smashing Pumpkins loses his keys. Yeah, yeah. Did I leave them in the kitchen? Yeah. Fuck. What was that guy's name? Something Lynch. Stephen Lynch. Stephen Lynch. Yeah. He was like Dane Cook with a guitar. Yeah, he was. Damn it, you're right. And there was another guy around the same. What was the other guy's one? The other Lynch guy. Uh, that did like the. Tenacious D movie. And did the My United States whatever. Liam Lynch. Liam Lynch. Yeah. Lots of Lynches. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Did he do the Tenacious guys. D movie? He was the director of it, yeah. I'm a oh, big, Pick of Destiny. Yeah. I'm a big Tenacious D fan and I've never seen Pick of Destiny. I haven't either, because I got scared off of watching it because I heard it was bad. But yeah. that's probably not true if you're a Tenacious <clears> D fan. That's true. You know. Um I think you know what you're getting into if you're going to see that movie. What's your favorite Tenacious D song? Oh man. I mean it'd be from the self title because that's the one I know the best. Yeah. Um, I feel like it, you catch one a different day, it's going to be a different truck, you know? Fair enough, fair enough. Some days it's the uh, the drive-thru skit, you know? I'd say most days it's the drive-thru skit. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, just for a sheer volume of, uh, like, like the what's the the last track? City Hall. City Hall is maybe my favorite just because it's like five songs in one. Yeah. I really like that, and the story is a very good story. Um, my favorite thing is whenever we, like, do, a, do an improv festival or something, you... I'll be driving because mm-hmm. I'm always the driver. Yeah, that's that's 100 percent true. I don't know why. I, I, I like driving. License. You don't have a license, and Patrick doesn't want to drive. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, he just stretches his long legs mm-hmm. out in the back seat and gets he's asleep. in the back seat. You're in the front seat. Mm-hmm. Patrick usually falls asleep. Mm-hmm. We'll like start cranking Tenacious D. Patrick will wake up and just be like hitting it. Stop. <laughs> but we're like singing, not only singing along, but also like doing the pieces of the skit. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is that's a good look for for us. Yeah. I feel like we, whenever we do like a road trip thing like that, we always revert back to like high school. Like we'll do that. I mean, one one trip we listened to Dan Cook albums just to see if they were good, and they were very good. It made me mad how like, how, hello, <laughs> no, we can't. Yeah, I know, but it made me mad, man. Do you remember his first like Comedy Central presents? Yeah, he's wearing a black, uh, black uh, like tank, tank top, top and, a, and a and like baggy black jeans. Yeah, he's just like throwing water everywhere. <sighs> man. What was your favorite thing in high school? Boy, my favorite thing in high school. I my favorite thing in high school is probably in the mornings driving to school, and I would have my windows down and I'd be blaring uh, like hardcore or like post hardcore music. You know, just sort of to like show how cool I was. You know, to let everyone know that I was like really like into the scene. You know. Yeah, I was I was a big Beatles boy in high school. I was too. That's but they just didn't have the base for for what I needed in the morning hours. Sure. Well, when, when I would I would do Queens of the Stone Age, and I had a big old sub, subwoofer in the back of my stupid fucking car. <laughs> um, so you know, I just I just roll in with my with my VW bus. Yeah, that's pretty guns tight. blazing. Did I ever tell you that I, what, you owned guns? I owned a lot of guns. Um, what that I named my my bus? I had a name. Did you name it something stupid like Bertha? No. Did you name it something cool like yes. Greg? The Duchess. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Did you like? You should have spray painted it on the side of it, like uh, in cool like uh, cursive writing. You know that'd be cool. Like get get like a good airbrusher from the mall mm-hmm. to come out. Oh and, like, my god, airbrush a little. I would love to fucking airbrush that thing. Yeah, that'd be. Imagine wild. how slick that'd be. 
<sighs> Someday. Do you ever have any like airbrush t-shirts or anything like from the Bahamas or anything like that? I didn't because unfortunately I never went to the Bahamas. Same. Yeah, I feel like I'm really missing out on I that. I did pretty regularly like would go to the flea market growing up. Okay. My parents, I think, just wanted like a free thing to do to like kill time. Yeah, for sure. And the flea, the flea market by us had, it was Flea World. And then there was Fun World, which was like a real shitty carnival. Okay. And uh, there was there was like a couple airbrush shops there. And they all had the shirts that were like, made you look like you were like a sexy lady. I was hoping you were going to say that. If you didn't, I was going to. Yeah. Just like a plain white t-shirt. Maybe a little baggy white t-shirt. Very baggy. Yeah. Always very baggy. And it's like, a, like, a, like Betty Boop proportions. Like the most ridiculous. Yeah. So like wearing a sexy little string bikini. Yeah. yeah. Why? What is that? I don't know. Yeah, I would see them in malls all the time. They're like the that kiosk set next to like the organ shop where they would sell yep. you know pianos, player pianos. Yeah, man, you know what? The world's largest truck stop, uh-huh, Iowa yeah. eighty, mm-hmm. has an airbrush shop. Do you remember that? No. Oh boy, are we going to Iowa anytime soon? I mean, chances are yes because we just do that now. I mean, we even we could we could swing by for for a couple trips. It's not that far away. Dang it, dude. No, I didn't realize that. I would have had an airbrush I shirt. I swear to God. I thought we saw it. I think I'm no, we sure went, you're right. The first time we went, it was super late, so they were closed. Okay, that's why I don't remember that, at least, then. But yeah, there's definitely like a little oh, airbrush shop. Oh, man. I would be wearing one right now. Would you get a shirt or would you get like a sick hat that was they airbrush? Hats are an option? They gotta be. I'd probably get a shirt. What if we got. Oh, no, what? Airbrushed houndstooth hats. Oh, got like, like matching hats? Yeah. They wouldn't be a houndstooth pattern, though. They'd just be like... No, just say houndstooth in like shitty airbrush oh, font. Oh, man, yeah. Can the hat be tie-dyed? Is that a thing? Oh, my God. Get a, a pre-tie-dyed hat and then have houndstooth sprayed on, on it. Yeah. Fuck. That's a good look. I think anyone agree with that. Um. Yeah, if you want to take us to Iowa <laughs> to get these airbrush hats, tweet us at Deleton Ball, D-L-E-T-T-A-N-T-E-B-A-L-L, hashtag... Here, there, and everywhere, brush. <laughs> Dare to airbrush. Dare to <laughs> there was a, there was a, uh, um, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, like a, uh, oh, oh, a lingerie store is what you'd call it. Okay. I was going to say like a sexy clothes store, <laughs> which shows you how, <laughs> yeah, how much, how removed you are from any of that process. Yeah. Um, there was like a lingerie store in, in, in my hometown. Okay. And it was called Dareware. Okay, I don't love that name. Uh, and it was like, you know, Dare to Bear or whatever. Sure. But throughout elementary school, I did not realize what it was because of the D.A.R.E. program. Okay. So it's just like, Dare. oh, it, like the sign is like red and, and like neon. And <laughs> it just like never crossed my mind. And then, it, you know, it like probably closed. Cause sure. I, I forget seeing it. And then years later, I was just like thinking about it. Like, it just like came to me like while I was at a stoplight or whatever. And it was like, oh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. It just like could be wearing lingerie this whole time. Mm-hmm. What was it? What, 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 what would be at the dare store if it was like a drug education program? Just those t-shirts probably. Just those fucking slick t-shirts. Those and then are really good looking t-shirts. There was like a mascot that was like a lion, I think. Uh, yeah. Maybe like wearing a cop hat. A top hat? Yeah. He's like a magician lion. Yeah. Do you, there were two dare shirts. I'm thinking of the. It's like a black one with like the red dare, and maybe it says what it stands for in white lettering. Do you remember what it stands for? Drug abuse resistance education. Nailed it. Yeah. So then there were the ones. Now those were like the old school ones. Yeah, definitely. In like the '90s, they switched to a very '90s look that was like, it was like I feel like it was multicolored and had like a triangle kind of behind the oh wow behind the word like a Pink Floyd album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. I bet they switched back the, to the classic look. If there's even a still look. a thing. I, you know, 
after Obama took the office, probably not. You know. Yeah, just or, just death panels. Just death panels. Yeah, that's what the dare stands for now. Death, death panels. Panels. Resistance education. <laughs> which what's um what's your favorite drug favorite drug yeah <clears throat> probably probably gonna have to be um what's the, what's the right answer here you know i mean well i mean it really comes down to, to indicas and sativas yeah is, are you more of like a head high or a body high you know <laughs> are you more of like a yeah i don't know is it is this like a body horror or a head horror. What are you talking about? Like a body horror genre of horror. Oh, or that like a uh, no, but I can infer Cronenberg style. Like sure, the fly. sure, sure. I'm just I'm just bouncing jokes off you. Just seeing what seeing what sticks. Okay, you know? that one didn't. So I'm probably gonna crumple it up throw it in the trash can. Mike Tyson's punch card. Smell you later. <laughs>